is in the know for Wednesday, January 18th. The 18th day of 2023, there are 347 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county. The Commonwealth and the country, a little bit of sunshine this morning, but uh, we're getting just a little bit of a break from the rain and uh, make it colder come the weekend, too. Get ready for that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Snow. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's beat. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I saw you. Uh, you dropped on my calendar earlier this morning a uh, an event for uh, baby Etta. Yes. Yes. So I'm that, so excited. that's kind of a classic name that I like. I was noticing how many vintage names are making a comeback. Uh, little girls are being named Alice, Beatrice, Clara, Lucy, and Matilda. Mm-hmm. On the other side, vintage boy names that are making a comeback are Atticus, Cyrus, Felix. Oscar and Otto. Yes, uh, I'm so crazy about um, my upcoming niece's name, but I'm not going to share it because it's just so unique that I don't want anybody else to use it. Oh, I, I, I got you. Yeah, because that's not the complete. But anyway, I lo- love those uh, yes. love those classic names over there. Over there in uh, chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to very special agent Natalie Tall. Morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. You also chose a classic name in Harper. Yes, do you, Harper. Do you consider Harper, a, I mean, Harper Lee inspired? It is Harper Lee inspired. Yeah. I wouldn't say. My mom tells people that she's named after Harper Lee. I wouldn't say she's named after Harper Lee, mm-hmm. um, but it was definitely an inspiration. Her name, and Harper's name is Harper Leanne. Harper oh, I love and, it. And Leanne is, Lee is my grandmother's middle name, and Anne is in several you know, it's Dustin's it. mom. It's in Dustin's mom's name. It's gotcha. in my grandmother's name. You know, so we mushed right. them together. When I thought of vintage boy names, I also thought of Silas. Yes. You know, Whitney, yeah. mm-hmm. Whitney, Whitney went with Silas, Silas. which to me uh-huh. is, a, is a vintage name. It would yeah. kind of be like Cyrus mm-hmm. or Atticus or in some of those. Yeah. Anyway, I love those uh, those classic neat names. I know, uh, I know Natalie, I, I know you nor Dustin possess any of these characteristics, but perhaps you know, <laughs> you have maybe a childhood friend <laughs> whose spouses have these habits. Okay. But I ran across a list this morning of what are listed as the most annoying husband and wife habits. <laughs> And again, well, now, I mean, Dustin probably has them. I, I, surely I don't. I, I but just, we'll see. I, I just want, I'm sure neither of you nor anyone that you know closely have these. It will only be All maybe right, what are they? What someone are they? you saw know. on television. I got to know might. now. Uh, chewing with their mouth. These are the husband uh, bad habits. Chewing with their mouth open. Snoring. Okay. No fashion sense, like mixing stripes and plaids. Or, Okay. Leaving the toilet seat up all the time, leaving dirty clothes everywhere in the house except for the hamper, and leaving shaved facial hair all over the sink and bathroom counter. Those are the top annoying husband habits. You don't have any of those. I was I, when I read the list. I was like, okay, now I'm sure I've got so far, some. You're but doing I'm like, well. at least on oh. those, I'm good. Uh, taking too on the others on, on the, the converse the side okay. of the coin. All right. Taking too long to get ready to go out. 
keeping the house at a ridiculously warm temperature. Never. Making major purchases without consulting him, saying things are okay when they're not, and eating off his plate. Those apparently are the top <laughs> annoying wife habits. Um, I might have one of those. I, but those, I mean... <laughs> Mark I, says no comment. Well, no, no, I, I was for me, like, I, I'm likely to say I'm fine. Oh yeah, like that's, I just feel like that comes with the territory. I think of, it does. Of most women, it's like it has nothing to do with you. I'm fine. I'm in a mood. Just move on. By yeah. the way, I think I get the same thing. Yeah, someone asked me what's wrong. Yeah. So I'm fine. Yeah. No, it's all right. I yeah. think it can go both ways. Okay. Yeah. Now, just to make sure that we cover everybody in the household, here are also the annoying kid habits. Oh, <laughs> none of our kids have these, of course. Uh, <laughs> A survey of parents found they hate scribbling on walls, biting and scratching, throwing tantrums in public, and picking their nose. I'm sorry. Those, those go beyond habits. I was going to say, those are... Um, <laughs> those are disciplinary action so, requires. So, those are allowances on your part. Like, you just, like, you, you just yeah. let it go or let it happen. I'm just thinking about the incessant talking. Like, they just uh, sometimes yeah. okay. never stop Well, one of them on the talking. on the mail list <laughs> applies to one of our children, and it drops me absolutely bonkers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the first one. Yeah. Mm. Well, and then um, yeah, but, but Natalie, to your point, it does seem you you spend all the time trying to teach them to talk, <laughs> and then they never forget how. And then they and then they <laughs> and never then, stop. And, then they do. and I love it. Like I love <laughs> listening to them, but sometimes it's yeah. like. If you could just not, that would be great. Do you really? Could you just, let's be quiet as a mouse. Yeah. Well, or. Sometimes I get her, the little one, and I can tell when I start off, I'll get her in the car from school, and I get like, mm, answers. And I'm like, are you just not in the mood to talk right now? And she says, yes. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. But yeah. I can do the same in reverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll start in, and I'll be like, "Mama needs a few minutes," you know. <laughs> Sometimes, it, do you do the thing with Harper yet, where she asks you questions and you say, "Go ask your brother"? No, but I'll I'll put that in. (laughs) Delegate stuff to Easton. Well, I mean, his answer would be as good as your answer. Probably going to be exactly. It'd be okay. Uh, There is a chance that we may get some strong thunderstorms tonight. Uh, It's going to be windy tomorrow. It's going to be much colder to end the week. We're going to see cloudy skies, a high of fifty four. We're going to see thunderstorms and sixty three tonight, and then we're going to see for tomorrow scattered afternoon thunderstorms, uh, thunder showers, and we'll see a high of 61 but to end the work week 40 for your high on friday 45 for your high on saturday 37 for your high on sunday then back into the 40s and 30s for next week so while we've had these mild temperatures this week next week's going to be a little bit cooler so just be prepared and some of the national news headlines this white house thing and the documents and the classified and all that stuff continues to be of interest to me and the reason is this i first couldn't figure i thought well this isn't going to be that big of a deal and it's like they're going to find some things and they say oh see he did it too and blah well now i've figured out that this is actually being i think that this is a this is democrats in power who are leading the charge against the the biden administration on this i don't think this is I don't think this is from the other side of the political spectrum. I think this is within the – I think this is pressure being applied to the Bidens to not seek reelection because they want a different leader than what they have going into the 2024 election. So every day seems to be something slightly more revealed and it's of interest to me and will be it's, – it's also what I heard referred to as the double play. 
the people who are running this see they get to they get to eliminate Trump because of his classified uh, articles that were found at Mar-a-Lago, and now they get to cancel Biden because of his classified. So they get to like a twofer. We get to run the same play, and we get rid of both of them, which is what. I think that um, they want. In the local news headlines, a Grayson County woman has been arrested after police found a large amount of methamphetamine and other drugs while serving an EPO. This happened Monday morning around 4. Law enforcement officers observed an F-150 truck at uh, Five Star Food Mart in Litchfield containing a woman police uh, were scheduled to serve an EPO on. Um, the They made contact with a 45-year-old Barbara Carnes of Olayton, after being informed by Central Dispatch that there was an issue with the vehicle's registration, Pruitt asked Carnes if she had transferred the truck's registration. She responded that she had not. They went on to do a, a search of her um, person and her possessions, and they found drug, drug paraphernalia, etc. Um, a Litchfield man who absconded from pretrial diversion after committing crimes of violence is now facing felony charges. This happened Monday morning about 3.30. They arrested 31-year-old Tyler Cundiff on a Hardin County arrest warrant, charging him with a probation violation for a felony offense. According to the Department of Corrections, he absconded from pretrial diversion in Hardin County on charges including second-degree strangulation, fourth-degree assault, and third-degree terroristic threatening. Okay, what else? Oh, the weekly COVID numbers are out. Uh, 7,559 new cases last week, over 6,208 from the previous week. 406 Kentuckians hospitalized. That's uh, down from 491 the previous week. There are 31 people on a ventilator in Kentucky currently, in case you're interested. We gave you the flu figures yesterday, and now there are your. I see that, um, that uh, Natalie, you have. I, I saw this being circulated yesterday, I guess, from the Extension Office account. Uh, reminding people about your Pathways to Wellness program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a new new month, new year, and we're on a route to being better and more healthy. And healthy doesn't just mean eat your fruits and vegetables. Right. It's a whole wellness thing. Kind of bring us up to speed and what information right. you have to share. Yeah, and I kind of brought this up the last time I was here um, a month or so ago. And um, it starts next week on January 24th. It's a four-part program, and it's beneficial if you come to all four. Because what we're going to do is, is just like Mark said, we're going to talk about your place in the community and how you fit in, in a healthy community and what you can contribute. And this can be, you can be just, it can be for the general public. It can be for leadership in the community. It's for anybody. And we're really going to, um, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you, we're going to start the program off by getting in small groups and you are going to write down or draw whatever you have a big poster, what a healthy community looks like to you. What does that look like to you? What does it include? You know, whenever we did it, um, I don't draw anything. (laughs) So I just made a, we made a big list of what we thought a healthy community would be. And we, we stick those up around the room and then we go through the program and we talk about it and people kind of talk about why they chose what they chose. And, you know, we went back at the end and looked at our, what we did in the beginning and we were like, oh my gosh, we left out like faith communities and like faith organizations. I was like, oh. Sorry, okay. Jesus. We'll put you, we'll put you in there. Jesus. You know, so like well, at least there are you things that you yeah. don't. At least you there are things it. you don't think about, or mm-hmm. you you know, being part of a healthy community. Whenever you're just kind of going off the top of your head, so um, I really think that this could be a great conversation starter in the community that could potentially lead to 
bigger, better things for Grayson County. So, so with this, and this may be a stupid question. For me, a lot of the things I think of, we already have in the community. Right. So do you put things that we already right. do? Yeah. As things, well as, so, are we looking so this for is new? A, well, this is a... Both? Both. Okay. Yeah. This is a, what do we have that, that you consider to be part of the reason we're considered a healthy community? So what's okay. already here, but what is not here that maybe mm-hmm. we could start conversations on? Okay. So okay. I really do look at this as a conversation starter. You know, a lot of our extension programs are skill-based. So you come to our program, you learn a new skill, and you hopefully go home and implement that new skill into your lifestyle somehow. This is more of a thought process change. Um, so it's it's a little bit different from what people experience with extension. And so I really look at it as conversation starter and kind of changing your mindset about health and at the end of this program we will have a um, community resource guide Um, hopefully that's what that's kind of what we're gonna we're gonna build with this program is a community resource guide that can be utilized by anybody in the community and we really break it out into the eight dimensions of wellness we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the social determinants of health um the so. imagery that's coming to my mind when you've described this uh, on a couple of different occasions now is like shining a light into the corners of health that we don't often right. look into yes. that corners are important in rooms because they give them boundary. <laughs> yeah. But there are times that we just don't we think, oh, food pyramid and oh, right. let's lower our cholesterol mm-hmm. and let's and we don't think about how. Those other things are mm-hmm. the contributors to stress and to anxiety and to right. And I also think that when we think of health, I think we exhibit now how people act online or how they act out or they react right. to things that don't go their way, and those are mm-hmm. all health related things. And then even simple, even the way that health, body health care has changed in the last mm-hmm. ten years. Ten years ago, I didn't know what gut health was. Right. But now you talk about, well, you know, the the, the gut is the pathway to so many mm-hmm. different things in your life and good gut health and probiotics and like right. all those. So the, in this 21st century, we have with such specificity, we can yeah. get into areas that well, we wouldn't have considered before. And I, I just, I feel like with, you know, you talked about eating your fruits and vegetables. That's not, health is not just eating your fruits and vegetables and diet and exercise, you know, and a lot of people struggle with that. And we, we often get caught, myself included, in this, this, um, pattern of of disappointments and failures if we're not successful at that and so it's easy for us to just think well I I can't be healthy because I'm not good at it or I've tried and I failed in the past or I'm miserable when I try well but there are other things that you can focus on you don't have to don't focus on diet and exercise right now focus on your mental health and your financial health you Mm -hmm. know are there things in in the the realm of finances that you could do better you know uh, and start small and and how can you bring that into the community so I just think it's going to be a really great program it starts next um next tuesday i believe it's tuesday the 24th we'll meet on the 26th the 31st and then february 2nd tuesday is the 24th by the way so it's tuesday thursday i'm trying a new Mm -hmm. program layout so uh you mentioned you mentioned uh, financial you mentioned like all they are all connected yes you you may not be able to see the string between them but mm-hmm. they are all connected in one yeah. way or another. So, 
How do I participate again? What do I need to do? You actually just come. Uh, yeah. There is a registration link. I'm, I'm, I'm requesting that people register just so I have an idea of how many are coming. But if you decide to come and you did not register, that is totally fine. Registration is not required. Um, okay. But you can call the extension office or go to our website and you can you can sign up online. Hey, UK won last night after being down, I think, eight at halftime. Uh, rallied, had a big second half, and they defeated Georgia 85-71. to 71. Oscar had 37 points and 24 rebounds. So uh, good for him. Now they have a winning streak, so that's wonderful to see. I did read, so this, this headline uh, got my attention last night. I sent it to myself. It was being shared uh, locally, and I have a feeling it was being shared um, uh, far greater than, than locally because if you ever use I-65 as your pathway to, say, the panhandle of Florida uh, or southern Alabama, then you probably have at least witnessed, if not stopped, at the location that uh, is currently on your screen. Um, for our family, we have uh, made many a stop at what we call the rocket. The rocket. Right? When yeah, you go, the spaceship. I think we right. call it the spaceship. And, and it, goes, uh, it goes even before <laughs> our family. Like uh, when I was a kid, you know, we, would, we wouldn't always, but we would, you know, it was always uh, seeing the rocket, this Saturn One rocket in around Ardmore, Tennessee, or I think Ardmore is in Tennessee technically, but at the Alabama line, it's like a milestone. Like you're through Tennessee and the the symbolism of the rocket taking you places on an adventure you're south into alabama yeah. and you're off on your vacation or yeah. wherever you may be going well a few months ago we had heard the rumblings like they may be getting rid of the rocket <gasps> mm-hmm. and people were like oh you can't get rid of the rocket well the tourism director of alabama is saying that the rocket is decaying and falling apart and they will be they've already closed that rest stop because they are remodeling it and they are going to use that i think as an opportunity for doing something different with the saturn rocket so then that causes all right well will that ruin your vacation now when you decide to go there <laughs> like what's going to happen or because of the presence of huntsville and nasa what if they put up a new modern rocket? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the art. So are we okay if just something is there but we don't want or does it have to be this rocket? They said it would take a million dollars. They would take the last time they painted this was two thousand six. It's been there for fifty years nearly. So we want a new rocket or are we gonna insist on the old rocket? Yeah, no. I I I say new. Yeah. I mean just a rocket. I need a rocket rocket there. I don't care. I mean, I even say hi to it on our way back. You know, it yeah. goes like, see you later, rocket. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're, they're, Just put a rocket there. There we are. Um, I will tell you, though, it does throw off your stop stagger a little bit. Like, we deliberately try not to stop in Tennessee so we don't have to put foot in Tennessee, so we just stop there. But you can't get gasoline there, which means then you have to stop in Birmingham. Like, when they put the rocket back in, can they put a gas pump yeah. with the rocket? Right. That Could would make rocket it up. the rocket have gas yeah, in it? it just, That'd be great. Hard. Yeah. It's a big storage tank. <laughs> It had fuel in it before. Goodness gracious. we got to get to a break. We'll come back with more here on In the Know. Today is Gourmet Coffee Day. It is Thesaurus Day. And it is Winnie the Pooh Day today. Aww, I love Winnie Pooh. Pooh. You'll know later in the show why it's Winnie the Pooh Day and why it's Thesaurus Day. It has something to do with our gone but not forgotten for today. So that will be 
uh, coming up just a little bit later on in the show. I also ran across a um, a list of since Natalie's here today, she can maybe you'd be able to incorporate these into some of your family and consumer sciences uh, curriculum that you're doing. Okay. Um, so these are called chaotically accurate food observations. Chaotically accurate. Uh-huh. Sounds like my life. Maybe you would have never realized Chaotic. before what's actually happening as someone eats her protein oh, no. bar I'm over like, there. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> so the first item on the list said, when you buy a pizza from a place that only sells it by the slice, you're pretty much having a pizza party with a bunch of strangers that day. <gasps> you know, you go to the Sabaro yeah. at the mall or whatever, you get a slice, you realize, well, you're sharing that pizza with just a bunch of people, a bunch that, of you, people. Bunch of people that you don't know. So it's a pizza party at Gaddy's. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was just having a big big old party. Uh, Charcuterie (laughs) is just a Lunchable that went to Harvard. Yes, it's an adult Lunchable. That's what we call I call them adult Lunchables. (laughs) I mean, but I just like the, you know, it's a Lunchable that set out, said I want to go better myself. I want to become a a little bit bit better. And a bow tie. I'm going to go to Harvard. (laughs) Charcuterie is a lunchable that went to Harvard. Uh, you could probably convince your kids of this. A fish stick and a hot dog served together on the same plate is basically surf and turf. You say, <laughs> I'm going to have surf and turf. I'm going to have yes. a fish stick and a hot dog. Yeah. Sounds I mean, great to me. Macaroni and cheese with sliced hot dogs is carbonara if you're super vague about the details. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I've never had beef Wellington, but this says a corn dog is really just a cheaper version of beef Wellington. <laughs> I love corn dogs. So. I love corn dogs too. And I, whenever corn dogs get mentioned, I also remind people that uh, if you ever get an opportunity to have a pronto pup, have a pronto pup. It's like a corn dog, but different. It's a different kind of meal. On the the breading is not corn; it's flour based. Which I would prefer. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Some some people like flour tortillas. Some people like corn tortillas. So instead like of your corn dog, you like all the tortillas. Yep. Gazpacho is a vegetable smoothie. Ew. True. The flavor of water is its temperature. Who knows how hot water tastes a lot different than gross. cold water? Yeah. Like cold water, like refreshing and good. Hot water is like, ugh, hot water's hot. But yeah. Mm. That's no good. <laughs> I thought this was an interesting observation. A chicken nugget. No, that's next. The best part of a cucumber tastes like the worst part of a watermelon. Okay. All right. I never I never made the, con- the, connection. the, the connection between those two. You know, you get into yeah. the mm-hmm. rind of the watermelon, you go, Ugh. But if you but think about it, yeah, you think about it, you're not, it's not far from a cucumber. <laughs> Maybe that would be a substitute. If you don't have cucumber, but you have watermelon, let's get into that, get that rind. rind. Yeah. The watermelon rind. A chicken nugget is a meatball, and nothing you say can change the fact. Chicken, sort of. No, I don't know. Strawberry cheesecake is essentially a plate of fruit, cheese, and eggs, so it's perfectly acceptable for breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is I when I can get behind. <laughs> Absolutely. And a bowl of cereal is just breakfast soup. 
start t- start telling your kids you're having breakfast soup. Breakfast soup. And then see what they say. Oh, I love what cereal. You, oh. What do you mean breakfast soup? Let's kind of fancy it up just a little bit. A new study says that olive oil consumption during pregnancy boosts breast milk quality. Oh. Good to know. I mean, not for self, but. <laughs> yeah, but I would Sorry. have never, I would have never really made the consideration or, you know, mm-hmm. like. Okay. New study says olive oil consumption during pregnancy boosts breast milk quality. All right. New and improved Pepsi Zero Sugar is hitting shelves nationwide. Pepsi this week announced the nationwide launch of a new and improved Pepsi Zero Sugar, a return to the Super Bowl ad lineup, and a product giveaway. To celebrate, the brand is giving away up to 10 million free Pepsi Zero Sugars. And for a free Pepsi Zero Sugar, simply test, uh, text free Pepsi throughout the NFL playoffs and free zero during the Super Bowl to 81234. So do you think maybe they, they're they just putting Diet Coke in there now if it's new and improved? That's maybe. the only way you can improve that. It's, it's the only way, <laughs> the only way they would the get me to drink it. They said, this is, diet, this is a Diet Pepsi label, but it really has mm-hmm. Diet Coke in there. It does also, it's a little bit misleading. They shouldn't be surprised if people start stealing this, if they're trying to get people to text free Pepsi, because people go, oh, well, Pepsi's free now. Yeah. Just go around, just grab one off the shelf. I'm a Dr. Pepper want. girl. I don't like Coke or Pepsi. If I drink a dark beverage, it's Diet Dr. Pepper. I love Diet Dr. Pepper. DDP. In your, uh, <clears throat> Natalie, in your family and consumer sciences bag of tricks that you have, <laughs> Very large, so I'm not sure. Do you do? Do you try to incorporate life hacks, like things that you discover and you go, "I've just made your life a lot easier." Yeah, I used to actually include those in my newsletter, way way back when. I was reminded in um, on 1923. If you watch 1923, this won't be a spoiler, but the Duttons go to town, and when they go to town, it's the first time they get to see a washing machine uh-huh. and some electrical appliances. <clears throat> so they have a refrigerator mm-hmm. and they have, but they're, they're telling them what it's like. And they're like, what's this nonsense? <laughs> like, well, then you have more time to do other things. And they say, what other things? Like they can't yeah. imagine a life of leisure or something that uh, yeah. makes life easier. Yeah. And then come to find out, you know, everybody has uh-huh. one, but there is a new viral jar lid trick. That may have you ditching jar opener gadgets. I'm the jar opener at our house. Okay. And she says, eh, open this. After I bang on it a few oh, times yeah, at absolutely. the end of an right? I'm, I'm not saying you automatically handle it to me. You do what you can do, and then you say, okay, this is beyond my skill level. Can you open this jar? So so I, I, I do. But I found there's a knife trick. You bang the knife trick on it, and you spin the jar, like especially on pickles. You go, and you... You know what I do? You break the seal. What do you do? I turn that sucker upside down and I smack the bottom of it with the heel in my hand. Yeah. And it pops the seal and you can open that, it right that's up. That's your life hack? Huh. Yep, that's my life hack. Paul Trevod is an <clears throat> Irish restaurant owner and multimedia lifestyle uh, presenter for a couple of, I think, channels on TikTok or something. He showed his followers how to remove a lid from a hard-to-open jar with a spoon and the video has gone viral with others testing out the hack. He says people with arthritis, people that are elderly, people who don't have strength in their hands, this is a huge tip 
He explained that a household spoon can be used to open a jar of any size when the utensil's tip is placed under the lid where a groove is built in and sits flush with the jar's mouth. You know how the threading on yeah, the jar comes and turns down? Uh-huh. Like the, so, yeah. you know, when it threads around, there's one that turns down where apparently if you get a little teaspoon, a small spoon, and you go into one of the grooves on the edge of the jar and underneath the lid, he demonstrated the spoon hack with a jar of pickles and showed the lid seal being released. You can find the video online pretty easily in case you want to emulate it, but it might be <laughs> something that, you know, you might make life a little bit easier there you go or maybe natalie's hack is better you smack it on the bottom real hard <laughs> that's kind of how they do with that's kind of how they do with newborns too right they turn yeah. them over and smack them on the bottom <clears throat> and get them to cry yeah. if you just tuned in you Natalie can hear it pop when you do that on the bottom yep <laughs> that is what i'm doing <laughs> jar pickles <laughs> yeah. you all are paying attention to the nfl playoffs i presume no no, not not I, I'm Natalie, not Whitney. So okay. here, <laughs> here are the ten best possible Super Bowl matchups. But I'd be curious to know if we translate them to the food menu, which ones you all will be for? Uh, Jacksonville versus Philadelphia. So Central Florida cuisine versus Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Buffalo wings versus New York style pizza. Oh, pizza! I like the these way. are all repeats. Yeah, they are repeats because they just got the same teams. The Bengals versus the 49ers. So, like, Skyline Chili versus Rice Aroni. You could have both. You don't have to choose between the two. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Wings versus Philly Cheesesteaks. Would you like wings and Philly Cheesesteaks on the same menu? We have wings all the time. That's true. Kansas City Chiefs versus Dallas Cowboys. I said this the other day. I'm having a hard time picking what the cuisine would be for Dallas. Because North Texas is just different than, than South, South Tex- Texas. You know, if you were doing yeah. Houston or San Antonio, it's like, okay, more Tex-Mex, more Spanish chili. influence. It would be chili? Northern Texas? Be. Could be. I, I guess. They don't have noodles in their chili, though. So. That's true. It's meat soup. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, would be uh, barbecue versus rice aroni. But they say the number one matchup that the that the world wants to see, well, the country wants to see. Please be crab cakes. Uh, they got eliminated by the Bengals the other day. Sorry. Uh, Maryland Crab Cakes uh, got eliminated this past weekend. Buffalo versus Dallas. They want the rematch of one of those 1990 Super Bowls. So that would be wings versus chili. Uh, those two things do kind of seem to go together a little bit. But Sam's not going to be happy unless there's Skyline Chili on the menu. <laughs> I'm just telling you. None of that sounds appealing to me right now. And then, a Kate, you know, none of it sounds good to me at the moment. Right? I, what's, uh, which is... Surprising. I'm just going to have pigs in a blanket regardless. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. And maybe some meatballs. We're going hogs in a comforter at our house. So <laughs> we do it. We go way big. We don't mess around with pigs <laughs> so in a blanket. We have hogs in a comforter. So uh, by the way, get that her to teach that class to some now. of your oh, no. some of, yeah, some of your homemakers. She can teach that class for you whenever you need. I tried so hard. Sometimes the headline will do. This headline made me laugh. Trio busted with 83 pounds of cannabis. After calling 911 on themselves. <laughs> they called in a drug deal on themselves and got busted with 83 pounds of marijuana. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know? I know what I'm 
people who often feel guilty tend to be the hardest workers. So the takeaway, when you see somebody over there just beating the band, getting after it, you can say, what are you guilty about? (laughs) The people who tend to often feel guilty are the hardest workers. Well, I could see that. Like, maybe they feel guilty they're not working enough. Yeah. That they're not doing Maybe. enough, and so they put... They're not carrying their own weight. Yeah, so you know? they put in more effort. Yeah, I do often sometimes wonder, like, do I work hard compared to other people? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I like... I answer for myself. I mean, you would... <laughs> well, I mean, but sometimes I feel like I do, and sometimes I feel like I don't. Yes. But and It then just I comes think, and goes. That's the... Yeah. But then I see other people and go, they're slackers. They're not doing anything. You know, <laughs> or does it just look like they're slacking? Yeah. They're really working. Sometimes I'm just sitting still, but I'm working. It's all going on. <laughs> out the, there. Wheels the wheels are turning. <laughs> uh, in case you missed it, The Mandalorian new trailer is out for season three. Baby Yoda is back in the season three uh, trailer. Uh, the, one of the funniest things from from uh, Christmas, and Alea has such a great sense of humor, but she mm-hmm. opened up her new supply of Pez dispensers. And she, from, I mean, for the last four years, she has been out on Baby Yoda, yes. and, but she, but she'd been out on it because she was too little to understand it when he first came out. Didn't understand the context of Star Wars, yeah. but she also got picked on about it. So now she's anytime Baby Yoda is mentioned, oh, she, she knows it. like ah, that's no mm-hmm. good. Well, he would hide it in various mm-hmm. places in her room and stuff. That's right. It's, you know, he would just show up at various places, and she's <laughs> like, hey. But she opened up her Pez dispensers, and there was a Baby Yoda Pez dispenser. And she t- she took it on the other side of the room, away from the other Pez dispensers, <laughs> and put it on the shelf. And it's I like, thought, you can't be with the other. like, you go, kid. Like, <laughs> it's like, when you commit to a bit, though, yes. stick with it. I like, yeah. I, like that, yeah. I like her dedication to her comedy. And she collects them. So we're talking like 15, 16, however many Pez dispensers. <laughs> and he is over and here is in timeout. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He got banished. He is not allowed to participate. <laughs> the, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> the Simpsons, speaking of Disney Plus, The Simpsons is the most popular series on Disney Plus, which really surprises me. Really? I wouldn't have I thought I haven't it. watched it in years. I haven't either. Uh, I've never, I mean. Huge fan. I watched I mean, it early on. But... I watched it just because it was on before other shows that I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. You know. Yeah, was... I wouldn't go back and watch it all over again. Um, but I can see how this is not, I mean, generationally, I can see where some of the younger and would would start watching it. Yeah. But do you think this is what, you think parents are watching Disney Plus after they put their kids to bed? You know, this is this is adults watching The Simpsons. It's not kids watching The Simpsons, is it? Well, maybe Surely adolescents not. or teenagers. Maybe. Or... Uh, a new update. There's a new owner of the Goonies home, and uh, he has big plans for uh, he the 1985 movie. And then eight-year-old Beeman Zakiri visited the house and told the owner that uh, if they ever wanted to sell the house, let him know he was eight. And the owner then said, yeah, you and a million other goonies that would want to buy it. But he, when it went up for sale, he worked with a real estate agent and secured it and now wants to make it like a clubhouse hangout for the goonies. And I'm like, for goonies fans, be careful what you wish Mm -hmm. for. Um, When people show up and you go, wait, what am I going to do with all these people? But it is because... A Christmas story house, 
that complex just went up for sale back last year. It's kind of been making me think about these types of things is that, you know, for people who were eight years old in 1985 or older, probably big Goonies fans and have a connection to this house. But what do you do with it 50 years from now when it's just an old movie that nobody watches anymore? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of similar with A Christmas Story. It's you buy it and you're trying to preserve history, but then what happens when there's just not any demand Mm -hmm. for people to make a sojourn or a pilgrimage to it? But then I got to thinking, well, that's what all of history is. If we took that attitude, we wouldn't preserve any old buildings Mm -hmm. or we wouldn't preserve. So it's an interesting thing to see what's going to happen with this uh, with this Goonies house. I don't even know what state it's in. I didn't uh, look to find out. Um, He's he's from Kansas, but I don't know where the I can find out if Jeremy Renner is out of the hospital. So Jeremy Renner, who's been in, you know, superheroes movies and been in lots of things, um, it was involved in some type of snowplow accident, and he oh, was apparently a lot worse than people realize, but he's out of the hospital. But one of the things that Paramount did is they went back in and redid the cover art for the new season of Mayor of Kingstown. In their marketing materials for Mayor of Kingstown, he's on the movie poster, if you will, but he's got all these cuts and bruises on his face Mm -hmm. as an indicator of what's happening to him in the season. But when they published that artwork after his, after his accident, they were like, Ooh, that's a little, you know, that's a little insensitive. So they went in and cleaned it up quite a bit and republished it, which I thought was an interesting, uh, interesting kind of move. And then mm, how many things? Oh Yeah. Channing Tatum says he's planning a remake of the classic movie Ghost. Listen. I presume he's going to play the Patrick Swayze role. He better be careful. I don't know who he's going to cast as Molly. He's still got a chance to cast Whoopi Goldberg if he wants. I think I'm out. Yeah? I don't know. I, mm, I don't even know that I would give this one a, a whirl. This, I, it, listen, <laughs> I thought it couldn't be done with Top Gun. You know, it was one of those like, uh, uh, and I don't think they're, I think Dirty Dancing, there's a lot in jeopardy with oh. their with their attempt at this remake. Mm-hmm. But so long as they just get, I, I'm fine. I, I really would like him to recast Whoopi Goldberg in her role because I just want to hear her say again, Molly? You're in danger, girl. <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's, her, that's the one that's Whoopi Goldberg line that I remember from Ghost, but Canning Tatum is no Patrick Swayze. I'm sorry. No. We no. got to get to a no, break. No. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Why is it that a 4.7 star rating online for a product looks better than a five-star rating. Because it can't be all good. It's got to have some flaws. The psychology for me is if it's five stars, that means nobody's reviewed it except one person, maybe the person who made it. Yeah. And they go, this thing's great. Yeah. But that's the next thing. When I say, I see 4.7 and there's 2,400 reviews and I go, that's okay. a good. That's, that's a, good a good score, yeah. right? Because, but I if agree. you go, if but a but a perfect <laughs> five score, I'm thinking mm. you can't make everybody so, happy. Yeah. Mm-mm. So 
it was, but it is funny to see one review over another, the two different people's life experience or, or their, their prism they look at life through, Mm -hmm. you know, like super easy to put together. And then the very next review is impossible to put together. (laughs) It's like, so what is it? Well, (laughs) when I see those two reviews, then it's like, okay, I need, I need to know more from the two of you. Let me ask you some basic (laughs) questions. Get into this. Yeah. I need to know more about you. Can you drive a car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can told you to go to the store, could you get there? And yeah. are you an engineer? Because like, <laughs> if you're an engineer, yeah. maybe it was easy That's for right. you. Super easy to put together. All it took me was a protractor, a number two pencil, <laughs> a science calculator, and, okay, uh, on television tonight. Oh, by the way, you had something else. In addition to your pathways to wellness, you had something that you're doing with the chamber. Yes, I do. Uh, Time well spent, productivity skills for success. We are doing, um, starting February 14th, and we're going to be talking about productivity versus procrastination. Um, And then March 21st, April 11th, and May 16th. So it's being advertised uh, through the chamber and through extension. There's still plenty of time to to register. Um, We've got several people signed up. um, So you can go on, again, you can go to our website or you can call the extension office to, to register for those. Those programs, those are lunch and learn. So those are at twelve o'clock. Time well spent. Mm-hmm. And then the other was the pathways to wellness. Pathways to wellness. Right. That's an evening program. It's a five thirty program. I did. I saw something you shared the other day about. I guess it was just yesterday about how sometimes a stubborn, especially people like in the agricultural field, would be about seeking help for things like medical attention. And mm-hmm. were you? Did some you share something about that yesterday? So the, farm, some, huh? the farmers going to the, the farmer ER. Going to the ER. Listen, yeah. it is so accurate. It's got to be bad, doesn't it's it? It's so yeah. bad. Well, I mean, people from that lifestyle, they're just used to being just banged up. You know, they're yeah, used to d- getting a cut I mean, or banging Dustin, this or doing that. Or... Dustin cut his leg with a chainsaw, like high mm-hmm. up on his thigh. Called me. I was in Lexington. And he was like, well, I can't get a hold of anybody. And I've cut my leg. And I was like, okay, I mean, how, you know. He said, well, I mean, there's there's some, there's fat. Yellow fat is hanging out of it. Ooh, yeah. He was like, and I just don't know what. And I was like, so go to the hospital? Yeah, you know, there's like he was an like, ambulance? I, just, I don't know. I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so they just mm. don't. Like, they, they don't. Yeah, it has to be all but cut off and super glue. You can't pour it into the wound kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Or they dip it in diesel fuel. Oh, that's a a common. Mm -hmm. Mercy. Yeah. On TV tonight (laughs) on Fox, name that tune. It's a celebrity version. (laughs) Craig Ferguson, Jack McBrayer, Tish Campbell, and Elizabeth Berkeley Lauren, whoever that is. The Connors are on ABC. Chicago Med is on NBC tonight. That's followed by new episodes of Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Dog Catcher, Chicago Public Works, Chicago Sanitation, and then uh, Chicago Auditor. Yeah, for real. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2020, ahead of opening statements in the first Senate impeachment trial of Donald Trump, House prosecutors wrote that Trump had used his official powers to pressure a foreign government into uh, uh, to interfere in a United States election for his personal political gain. You might, you might remember when that happened. In 1778, English navigator Captain James Cook reached the present-day Hawaiian Islands, which he named the Sandwich Islands. In 1975, The Jeffersons, the spinoff of All in the Family, premiered on CBS. 1993, the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday was observed in all 50 states for the first time. 
President Obama rejected the Keystone XL project, a Canadian company's plan to build a 1,700-mile pipeline to carry oil across the U.S. states to six uh, to Texas refineries, which then, of course, the Trump administration said, build it. Then the Biden administration said, stop building it. So the next time there's a Republican in the White House, they'll say, start building it again, and eventually it'll get built, and you can't unbuild it, I suppose. Birthdays today, Kevin Costner is 68. You may know him as Jack Dutton. Jason Siegel is 43 today. Gone but not forgotten. Peter Roger, the lexicographer, thesaurus dude, was born in the state in 1779. Daniel Webster in 1782. A.A. A. Milne, born Knew in it. 1882. Knew it. Yeah, so that's why it's thesaurus Pooh. day and Winnie the Pooh day. Mm-hmm. Cary Grant, 1904. Danny Kay in 1911. Let's go to chart toppers. 1957 anything I'm gonna jam out was the year. Today. Uh, yeah, there might be something oh, in there that you might get to. All right. Um, I might have a... There might could be a Shakira song in here later. All right. Um, <clears throat> somebody broke my chart top machine. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Rude. 1957. Tab Hunter. They say for boy and girl there's just one love in this whole world and i know i found mine he must have been somebody important's kid <laughs> something you know or somebody's nephew hey can you give my nephew a record deal <laughs> i don't think he got that on his own merit oh wouldn't you agree was, I mean, was there anything about that that said number one hit to you? I wouldn't no. jam into it. I mean, uh, did not say number one uh, single to me. All right, let's try to move from 1957 to 1966 in the Beatles. And we can work it out. Trying to stop it. (laughs) I told you my chart topper is something. Somebody broke it. In 1975, I know you all would be a big fan of this. Since neither of you were born in 1975, <laughs> <laughs> let's try to go to 1975 and Barry Manilow, number one. Neither one of you are impressed with Mandy. No. Okay, two thumbs down on Mandy by Barry Manilow. <laughs> I, thought, I really kind of thought you all would be more in on that one. Um, it's one of those, you know, great 70s love ballads. Uh, how about Culture Club, Karma Kamiya, in number one in 84? Getting better. I took a peek at this video this morning and thought, that's way more weird than I remember. <laughs> it's very strange looking. To those of us, though, in the 80s who had never seen videos before, it was like, 
whatever you show us will be fine. It's magical. Like, <laughs> con- compared to, you know, just hearing it, you, you put any type of fi- picture with it. And, exactly. <laughs> with we go, whatever. This is what people in the other parts of the world look like. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and now when I see it, I think. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like the safety dance video is one that every time I see it, I think. We didn't object to this then. <laughs> Someone should have thrown a flag on the play. Oh, I can get behind this one. All right. I will spare you from my version of it. All right. I promised you a Shakira song. All right. Let's go. O2, whenever, wherever. She has a new single this week. Have you all heard this news? Like, it's a big diss track about her husband or somebody. Oh, yeah, I've seen She wrote some big, I mean, it's aggressive, too. I think it's a to the left, to the left on steroids. I think it's not everything you own is in the box to the left. I think everything you own is in the dumpster and has been incinerated. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> type of song. And then in 2011, Katy Perry was number one with Fireworks. Oh, Justin Bieber was number one three years ago today with uh, Yummy. In case you're interested. Natalie, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, y'all. Good to see you. Come back Good real soon. MB's Proloism for today is you can't, you just can't beat someone who never gives up. You just can't beat someone mm-hmm. who never gives up. MB's Proloism for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the notes. <laughs>